A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I'm Micheline Malouf. And I'm Nadia Desi, licensed therapists and host of Getting Better, Stories of Mental Health. Join us for discussions with Megan Trainer, Chris Bosch, Rebel Wilson, and more. From discussing motherhood to immigrating to general mental health, our guests are awe-inspiring. We all struggle with the same things, so let's talk about it and destigmatize them. Find our new podcast, Getting Better, Stories of Mental Health, on iHeart, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? There is a better way. Start the new year with otter.ai. Automatically get meeting notes. Otter.ai works for virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up on the web for free or download in the app stores. Otter.ai. That's O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP, HR, talent, time, and payroll. You know, my life is really a cool life, and uh, I get to experience and talk to many different people, and uh, no different than today and on this episode. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to interviews with celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by their success. Don't get me wrong, because your story, their stories are amazing and can offer direction and help you reach your goals through your planning and your committed effort. The Money Making Conversation interview provide relatable information to listen about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds and how to live a balanced life. That's what my show is all about. 
My next guest uh, is an Australian actress. She has made her mark in film and television in both Australia and Hollywood. I personally fell in love with her talents from watching her in three of my favorite movies, Pitch Black starring Vin Diesel, Man on Fire starring Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning, and the horror movie Silent Hill. She is on the show today to discuss her upcoming new movie, Dreamcatcher. Think that you can catch on right now. You can catch it right now on video on demand. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Rada Mitchell. How you doing? Hey, good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. You know, I, I'm excited. Uh, it, it's really interesting that I uh, every week I sit down with my staff and and we go over potential guests for the show. And because my show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment, and so basically, the looking at my life, I've, I've been in management and corporate uh, corporate marketing and branding, and I try to bring interviews on the show that shows a different lifestyle, a different point of view, and I, I try to get them to tell their story. And your story, I I always felt was a compelling one because of the fact that you, 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 Australia, Hollywood. That's a that's a major move. That's a transition. So you had to follow your dream. You had to believe in your dream. Can you tell us about the whole aspect of wanting to be? Did you want to be a, a movie star? Did you want to be an actress all your life, Rada? Uh, I mean, as a kid, I had a few fantasies, and one of them certainly was to be a Hollywood actress. Mm -hmm. But you know. I think that's every little girl's kind of um, idea at some point in their life. Um, and then pursuing it, I think, by the time I finished high school, I kind of knew that I wanted to be an actress. Right. I kind of wanted to just travel the world, and I wanted to be a photographer for a while, um, National Geographic photographer. So I was sort <laughs> really? of wanted to keep an open mind. Do you still have that skill? Do you still have the talent? That, that desire to What's with that? The you still had the skill with the camera to want to take those take photos. Yeah, well, I was studying photography in school, and I was like doing really well. But then I didn't get into this course that I wanted to get into, and so I was a bit uh, put off by that. But I um I went to Indonesia for a month and read this book, An Actor Prepares, Stanislavski, and that sort of. Uh, it was kind of a serious book about you know serious acting, but it got me motivated. Right, and um. When I was a little kid, I'd done a TV show. So I had an agent from this time of when I was 12 doing this TV show for six months. So I went back to this agent and I said, hi, you know, I finished school now and um, can you get me a job? So, it, was, it was that simple, uh, Robert. That you just said, hey, can you get me a job? Went back to an agent for a show that you did one time only, right? Well, it was a six-month show, right. yeah, mm -hmm. and it was like we were kids, but I was not really into it when I was a kid. I was a bit shy, so I wanted to just finish school, mm -hmm. so I did. Then I wanted to tra like travel the world and you know take a year and just see everything, and my mom was not into it. She wanted me to go to university, right. so I ended up starting studying media and literature uh, at this university in Melbourne, and uh, sort of... Uh, doing the odd acting job that I was getting through this agent. So, you know, it got really weird because my mom decided to go to university, the same university as me. So, <laughs> so like you guys were a sitcom. The you were a sitcom, right. Mom at the same school you were at, yeah. right. Mom at the same school. That was really <laughs> embarrassing. But anyway, so I started doing the night classes, and sometimes I'd be acting during the day on these, on a couple of TV series and stuff. At around the time of finishing the degree, this arts degree, a film that a friend of mine um it was very little, like $40,000 film, and somebody's father uh, put money into it 
but it was coming out of this film school in Melbourne and it had like a young uh, director who was just finishing up her, her film school degree. And we're all, uh, a bunch of us were living in a share house and we ended up making this film. And um, the film ended up getting sold to Fox Searchlight. Right. So uh, a few of us who were in the film were like invited to go to the Cannes Film Festival. Mm. So we all went. We'd never been to, I'd never been to any film festival, not even the Melbourne You went to one of the top dogs, man. I've been to Cannes. That's really nice. So there we were. Mm. So next thing we looking were Looking beautiful, like, looking know, uh, fabulous. Yacht. You were looking fabulous, I'm sure. Fabulous. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, we had a great time. There was three girls, and we were all like sort of starring in this movie, mm-hmm. and um, and the director and, and the producer. And so I think it was Anthony Lapalio, this Australian actor, who um, introduced me to my manager or to a manager who I think he was actually leaving. That's right. That's right. That's how you do um, it now. Okay, look, I'm about to go, but I got yeah, somebody no, else I mean, for you. Yeah, here, like. For me, it was great. So I <laughs> uh, met this manager in Cannes uh-huh. and um, I think we were there. We were there for like a week You're and funny. then I had a ticket around the world ticket. Um, so I got to go from there to London and I was invited to audition for something in London, which didn't pan out. And then I had a ticket, the ticket went to New York and then LA. And then right. I had a grandmother at the time who was living in LA. Like never been to America, but I had a few phone numbers now from this film festival to like meet people in New York. So you and had then, you have um, some numbers now. So now you can come at least call somebody, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I had some phone numbers. Um, of people that were somewhat related to the film industry and then just people who were friends of my friends from Melbourne. I stayed at this, actually I stayed in this girl's apartment in Harlem for like a week or two in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, went to LA um, and that's where I, I sort of stayed with my grandmother. Um, who was a bit sort of grumpy, but <laughs> anyway, um, and we sort of got to know each other. We didn't really know each other very right, well. Right. Um, and and then so that was sort of the trip, and then it was time to go back to Melbourne, the reality of of where I'd come from. Um, but I had from all of that just this idea. Oh, because I'd met Danny Boyle, who was one of my favorite directors, absolutely, um, mm. in the LA trip, and mm-hmm. there was a casting agent from from here, from LA, who had sort of contacted the Australian agent. So there was something of an introduction to meet somebody in LA. And that's how I met um, Danny Boyle. So then by the time I got back to Melbourne, I realized, you know, everything was happening over here. If I could just get back. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's frustrating, um, so right? You know, I, you know, you know, you're yeah. back, but it's not back where you need to be. You need to get back to the other back, right? Which was LA. Yeah. So then I needed money. How am I going to get there? Because, you know, I was like, you know, I just out of school. So I told this agent, look, I just want to do a soap because I knew that you could, there's this television soap in Melbourne called Neighbours and it's been on for like 20, 25 years or something. It just never ends. And they keep recycling characters. So I, um, I got on to the show and I had a part for like six months. So that allowed me to, um, come back. And also at that point, this little film that I was telling you about was now going to go to the Sundance Film Festival. So mm. I had sort of something to come back to talk about at that right. point. And so that's sort of how it all began. But, you know, little money in your pocket, film couch. at the Sundance Festival. You looking good, feeling good. Okay. No, I mean, it was all good. No I, grandma. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. just, 
Okay, cool. It was all a bit of an adventure, you know. Um, and most of it just sort of planned out of the suitcase. But it, I didn't really care whether it worked or didn't. I was sort of, you know, it was an adventure in any case. Well, you know, the thing um, about it is that when I hear your story, I just hear just, you know, no, you just you just trusted yourself. You wanted to follow your dreams. And a lot of people get caught up in wanting yeah. to be, okay, like your mom said, I want you to go to school. Okay, you know, yeah. like my degree is in mathematics. And I, I did that. And I'm glad did. I did mm-hmm. it too because mm-hmm. um, even as an actor, I think it's interesting to have a more sort of, have a broad sort of source of knowledge mm-hmm. where, you know, you can, having studied archaeology, you know, just obscure things that I studied for this degree um, right. just gave me a certain perspective that I might not have had if I had it just focused only on acting. Right. Um, uh-huh. so, so it's good. So let's talk about um, let's talk about some things I, here about your yeah. new project here because I want to because I want to talk about a couple yeah. of my favorite movies because I see them all the time. But it's finally here the season of celebration, and no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to midnight mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. Send warm wishes with cozy fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. Or treat them to everyone's favorite activewear from top brands like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Whether your event needed one room or an entire conference center, Hopin has revolutionized the way people come together. With Hopin, you can host a fully-fledged digital meetup complete with one-on-one meetings, hands-on sessions, and expo booths. And because everything is hosted in a single, easy-to-use platform, it can be as big or small as you want, remain convenient for anyone who wants to attend, and give you access to data you never would have known otherwise. Visit Hopin.com to learn more and get started. Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? Start the new year with otter.ai to generate automatic notes for meetings, interviews, or lectures. With otter.ai, you can search the meeting notes, insert images, play back the audio, and share them with your friends or coworkers. You can capture action items, remember meeting details, and keep everyone informed. Otter.ai works for in-person or virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up for free at otter.ai or download the app for free. Otter.ai, that's okay. O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. I, I, Dreamcatcher, which I'm assuming is another horror movie, correct? It is, yeah. Okay, cool. Now, when yeah. I saw you in Silent Hill, basically, you know, you know, you you were traveling in this town with your daughter. And you're, another ghost-like daughter appeared in front of your car. Your car <laughs> went into a spin, and then you stopped. You opened the door. The, your daughter's gone. Your real daughter's gone. And so you you uh-huh. venture into this town called Silent Hill. So the reason I bring that up because it's basically it's basically a, a movie that's uh it's carried on your single emotion and your interaction. And that's what made yeah. it scary to me because you were, your quest was to find your daughter, but you were in an environment that you couldn't control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how do you get there emotionally for a role like that when you're talking about horror, you're talking about characters that don't exist? How do you get there, Rob? <laughs> uh, how do 
do we do that? I mean, yeah, a lot of times we were acting with tennis balls. Um, <laughs> but we also had these, I mean, there were some amazing um, props, like there were some amazing monsters right. that were on set and people, yeah, there was like, I don't know if you remember the child monster in the attack scene on the fence. There was Absolutely. a woman who was very small and she was wearing that suit. Uh, so she had a little hole in the suit to breathe through. So then they multiplied that in special effects, but there was really one of those gray children. Right. For real. And um, she, this patient woman who sat in that suit all day long for that part of the shoot. So some of it you had to imagine, and other parts of the nightmare were, you know, very much visually present. Right, right. Um, so it was kind of a mix. Um, but how, how to get into that frame of mind... Um, I don't know. I think we've all had nightmares. Well, well you know, I think just, that you, you did a good job. Relate to that. You scared me. You scared a grown Thank man you. here, okay? Because I felt sorry Thank for. Him. You. I, I thought they were going to snatch you up there, Ryder. You now, know what? You know what they did do. There was a technique, like right. um, to, for that act of surprise and shock. It's really uh-huh. hard to fake that, you know. Absolutely. So we like make loud noises, and we get someone on set to like. I don't think they were firing guns, but they were like smacking things together so that <laughs> we get a real shock. I mean, that's sort of something you do to create adrenaline quickly but it's really hard to act surprised or shocked without having something to trigger it okay know? now you had this this new movie Dreamcatcher. you know your your character is forced to come return with your new stepson at a remote country home right there is the da 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 you know the, the scary no, part gone. you know remote no. everything you do in scary movies rada is remote you know when you did when you did a yeah. uh, pitch black is remote, remote. You're just a remote acting yeah. person. When you did, you know, Man on Fire, <laughs> you were in Mexico, which was a remote. You were captured in a mansion. So you're just a, a remote. Uh, I, when yeah. I saw you do uh, out of water. When I just, yeah. yeah, when I saw you do the Romanoffs, when I saw the episode of Romanoffs that you were in, you know, that when you was what I think your son was a uh, was sickly and and you back was in, in Mexico City. Right, yeah. right, right. And that was yeah. you, your character. There was isolated. You play those isolated roles very well, Rada. Farewell. Interesting. Yeah, I've never really thought about that. You do. But you yeah, do. maybe that's because. <laughs> well, but that's why, that, that's a, because I, this is my question to you. This is my question because the, the movie Dreamcatcher, which is out right now, you can catch it from Lionsgate Home Entertainment. You can catch it on video on demand. When I look at a talent like you, and because you make it real, I, I will tell you when Man on Fire, when you realize that Mark Anthony, who played your husband in the movie, was the reason your daughter. He was behind the kidnapping. That moment for me is one of my favorite moments in the movie because you should win. It was that oh my God moment. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, that was an oh my God moment. You didn't care if he lived or died at that point. You know, you had been suffering the whole time for your daughter, you know, got lost in the botch, a ransom. And this fool over here had peddled off your daughter with a fake ransom demand. That moment right there, I became a fan. Okay, and then in Pitch Black, Uh in Pitch Black, I always wanted to know, here's a script where when you get a script, you know, you're going to die in that script. Correct. Yeah. Okay. How do do you react when you know what the script in your hand and you play the great role? Sometimes there's 
debate about this. Who's going to die? Are they going to die? Right, you know, <laughs> you, you know you're going to die. You, you, you know you're not going to make the sequel. If this is a blockbuster, <laughs> you can't just not going to die. In that movie, I was excited to die. I thought it was cool. Uh, in retrospect, I should have lobbied to live. <laughs> but at the time, I thought it was cool. I didn't know they were going to make more and more and more of this I know, I know. Um, <laughs> because you know, it, it was so funny. It was so funny. It was, it was just so funny because I was uh when I got the you know when I, when you got confirmed for my show, I, I went home and I was just going through and then what what happened? Pitch Black was on. I go, oh, this is why I got to see. You refresh my memory. Refresh my memory. And so and and then because yeah, I, I had forgotten that you died in the end of that movie, and the way you died because because yeah. at that movie you you know you you grab Vin Diesel, get up, soldier, get up. You're gonna make it. You're not gonna die. You're not gonna die. You know, get up, get up. You know, you're 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 toughing up in the end. You have that fearless leader, and all of a sudden you got snatched up. I went, oh my god, I forgot she died. And so, and I and I wanted to ask that question. Go yeah. when you get a script and you know you're gonna die. Do you lobby to stick around or you just play out the role? Well, it depends on the project. <laughs> Even though you don't want to come back. Right, like, right, uh, kill me. Just get it over with. Uh, I love it. I yeah, love it. I mean, I think, yeah, if you think the thing has, you know, from in retrospect, if you think the thing has legs, uh, right. you don't want to die. That's Absolutely. not a good idea. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, if you don't, you know, sometimes it's such a dramatic, it's such an, as from an acting um perspective right it's great like it's this amazing kind of rehearsal for the inevitable that you know most of us are you know unable to even to talk about so to like practice your own death is like an amazing experience i know it really is and i and i think that's that here's my whole thing is that and and, and in this interview i just want to get across to you is that you obviously you know you're very talented because you've your your, your acting resume says that people book you and you you deliver uh you know deliver from the romantic side to the to the to the grieving mom to the scary scary mom to the you know to the passionate and empowered mom to just a, a young lady who wants to make a difference in the world today that's that's the characters you play throughout your career but what has always been dynamic for me watching you is that you can you you know how to take that isolated moment and make it relatable and whether it's fear of uh, uh, whether it's uh uh, you know, uh, the unknown or uh, just uh, the decision making process, you know, whether you're in, you know, Olympus has fallen and all that. There's just so many different projects. So when you, when you, or, or what, what's your, what, what, what's, when you go into a movie, when a script is given to you, uh, is there, are there any particular goals you're trying to achieve out of that role or is just, hey, thank you for the opportunity to act in this movie and do the best job that you can do? Well, I mean, generally there's that. Yeah, I just want to show up and do was, a good was, job. Was that too deep, Rod? Um, and you know, uh, often circumstances don't, you know, aren't perfect. Like mm -hmm. I recently did a job where I yes, read the script. I was in one side of the world reading a script on a plane, landing on set and starting the performance. Right. You know, with no preparation time and totally jet lagged. And that's not ideal, but... In those situations, you just have to bring it the best you can. What right. you've got to accept the circumstances and not right. use them as an excuse, but right. just bring it the best you can and trust that whatever's inside of you is going to inform the performance, especially after having acted for so long. Absolutely. Um, you're very talented. So that. You just want to 
Yeah, you want to bring the best to the story, just whatever you have in you, in you, and then also have it. It's so collaborative that you know have a vibe where everybody's bringing the best together. That there's an energy of mm-hmm. excitement behind right. it. Well, you haven't um, disappointed Dad? me. You haven't disappointed me. Tell us about Dreamcatcher. Tell us about that. Well, uh, Dreamcatcher was a movie that a friend of mine, well, sort of not a super close friend at the time, Kerry Harris, um, showed to me a, a while ago. And I was like, hmm, yeah, interesting. And then um, it, it, I said, let me know when you get finance. And then um, it sort of <laughs> occurred to me as this sort of, <laughs> the cooking went yeah, along. I like it, you know, but let me know like, when you get wow, the money. it would be really, be really great to do a horror movie uh, mm-hmm. again and mm-hmm. to have some sort of ownership on it. And I was looking for a project like that oh, in great. any case. Mm-hmm. And then he came back to me and said, hey, we've got the we've got some money for this. And um, and we've also got Lynn Shay, who's this amazing actress and is sort of really well-respected in the genre. Right. Um, so I was like, oh, great, yeah, I could read it again. Um, and it, it, it's a, so it was something that we all have a small percentage of ownership in uh, as filmmakers, um, which was kind of a cool thing. And then um, Henry Thomas joined, who's, who's the grown-up now, but he was the boy in E.T. Oh, absolutely. Really cool actor. Mm-hmm. And then they found this amazing kid. Uh, so we had this sort of small cast of characters and a location. Kerry had sort of found all these interesting places upstate New York. Um, and a friend of his, we, we shot some of the haunted house where Lynn was staying, or not haunted, but her workshop. And then this amazing house that we shot the, um, the film in. So it was all lined up and it was all very simple. And, um, and that's how it began. I didn't realize that there was going to be no cell phone reception upon arriving upstate. We were, we were as isolated in reality as the characters were in the, right. we had no cell phone reception. We were kind of three hours from New York, but it felt, it felt like forever away from New York because of this no cell phone reception. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we're in this remote, but beautiful, um, part of the state. And to be honest, the real horror was uh, the ticks. I don't know if you know anything about ticks and Lyme disease, mm-hmm. but there's ticks. And, you know, the director got bitten by a tick. That was like the scariest day on set. Um, so that was a horror, like walking in the grass, not knowing if we're going to get like bitten by a tick. Oh, I'm, um, a, I'm a country boy. So, yeah. I've been bitten by a tick. It's not fun. It's not fun. You know, you know. You've been bitten by a tick? Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm a Texas you didn't boy. get the Lyme disease, though, obviously. Oh, no, or no, did you? No. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good. I mean, that's the that's the thing. It's not the tick. It's just what could happen. Right. Yeah. So anyway. My friend, this I is did. really, you know, you, know, it, you know, the thing about it, now, first of all, thank you for doing the show and uh, thank you for coming to my show, promoting it. And I just, you know, as, a, as a person who looks out and looks at a person, a talent like you over the years, because you're one of those people where, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I got, I got Netflix, I got Amazon, I got DirecTV. If, if, if all that goes out, I got Comcast, Infinity. I'm going to watch some TV. My life oh my is really God, busy. You're loaded. I'm loaded. You're I'm, loaded. loaded. I'm, loaded. I'm, loaded. I'm loaded. So, so know that, so know that I'm always scanning through and looking at familiar faces and I look at a talent like yours and I realize that, you know, your body work is tremendous and it's diverse and so i just pointed out three movies that i like 
I'm just telling my listeners here. But your body of work is outstanding, yeah. and and every time you, you don't disappoint, and you, you, when you, when they say action, you're there and you're delivering on the big on in a big way. And the fact that you're now stepping into an ownership portion of a project called Dreamcatcher, which is Lionsgate Home Entertainment, you can go right now online and watch it. You know, we in the middle of the pandemic, everybody's watching TV, everybody's downloading things. This should be one of the movies you should be downloading right now. Correct. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Apparently, a lot of people are downloading. I'm not sure of the stats, but like it's it's doing quite well, which was, you know, great for everybody involved. And it's actually really kind of gratifying to be able to contribute in this moment. Like it feels like you know we're all stuck in our houses. Mm-hmm. We're all kind of freaking out mm-hmm. on some level. I mean, we've been through. I mean, for me, it's like moments of anxiety, and then it's okay, and then it's like you know just not knowing what's going on. Right. So it's nice to be able to give something new to people in that time, you know, a new a new story, you know, something fun, something not super serious, um, just to kind of contribute during this period. Well, my friend, uh, you contributed on my show, and uh, thank you. Uh, we're going to edit out that little, uh, little moment with the doorbell that's going to be removed, and uh, we're going to promote this heavily <laughs> on my brand, uh, my social media followers, my fan club, my podcast, my syndicated radio. My, you, I'm going to give oh, you wow. 100% support here, Ryder. You're getting it, Rada Mitchell. Well, thank you very much. From we Australia. From okay. Australia. Who came right. over here and lived with her grandmother. Okay. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Be safe thank now. You. Thank Bye. you. Bye. 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 Hi, this is Rashad McDonald. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversations, go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashad McDonald. I'm your host. Who? In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? There is a better way. Start the new year with otter.ai. Automatically get meeting notes. Otter.ai works for virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up on the web for free or download in the app stores. Otter.ai. That's O-T-T-E-R A-I. Sticky notes. Email alerts. A string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tomorrow's Mega Millions jackpot is over $300 million. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player five.